Welcome to ReCommerce, a podcast for e-commerce wearable brands navigating technical complexity and change. Brought to you by Command C. Welcome back, everyone. I'm Sarah, the founder of Command C, and today I'm here with Tim, one of our tech leads. Hi, Tim. Hi, Sarah. In today's episode, we're going to get into the nuts and bolts of Magento 2 and aim to dissect and demystify why and when we recommend it as a platform of choice for a client. Magento is a very robust and powerful open source e-commerce platform that we do a ton of work with. And we also do a ton of work with clients before we embark on a full scope build to help them analyze their business and e-commerce operations and ultimately provide some recommendations as to what e-commerce platform to align themselves with. We consider things like um, what's going to meet their initial needs, but additionally, what's going to meet their long-term business goals uh, and and what platform they're going to get the most mileage out of ultimately, and also generate the highest return on investment. Really, this is one of the biggest and most impactful decisions that an e-commerce organization can make. So today we're going to try to tease out sort of the high-level scenarios in which Magento 2 is a good fit. As an e-commerce agency, uh, we like to take a very lean approach to development. We want to create the best solutions for our clients without creating additional overhead. And at the end of the day, Magento 2 really isn't a platform that's very light on overhead. Um, So for smaller, leaner organizations who have fairly straightforward e-commerce needs, we usually recommend simpler and more streamlined solutions. But there are often some business requirements where Magento really becomes the clear path forward. I also wanted to call out real quick before we get too far that Magento 2 is far improved over Magento 1. So some businesses that may have been turned off by some of the challenges with Magento 1 may feel differently about Magento 2. Uh, For example, Magento 2's performance has been dramatically improved over the Magento 1 system. Um, There's also large improvements have been made on the ease of managing the and administering the store on the back end. And uh, they've recently acquired a BI tool that is now included in the back end for facilitating reporting and, and getting data on your store. I also wanted to mention that one of the drawbacks of Magento is that um, in the past, you've had to host itself, but they've recently solved that with their their commerce cloud solution, where they, um, Magento will host this, this store for you. It's a drawback for a lot of businesses, but as we'll kind of circle back to, um, sometimes it's actually a benefit that you have okay. kind of mm-hmm. that level of control. But mm-hmm. again, we'll come back to that. So delving right in, uh, what are the key indicators that we look for right off the bat? when trying to help assess the best platform for a business? 
So one of the initial requirements that really lends itself towards Magento being the right platform is is if a business has a need for multiple storefronts. Mm-hmm. And that means if they have multiple websites that they need to, to serve or multiple brands that they want to present via the same e-commerce solution, Magento handles that extremely well. Um, whereas with other platforms, you may need a separate license for each store. Uh, with Magento, you can do all of that within a single license. Hmm. Um, so one of the aspects of that is if you need different fulfillment in different regions or in different countries, say you want to have a different set of products in different countries or different storefronts, um, or even if it comes down to, to multi-currency, um, when having a different pricing structure in different currencies as opposed to just using exchange rates for, for translating currencies between, between stores. Got it. I know another thing that we talk about a lot is uh, B2B needs in addition to B2C needs. So if you're a business that has a strong B2B and a strong B2C component um, and, you know, you need excessive, not, I don't even want to say excessive, but you need customization to be able to make customizations to your B2B storefront. Mm-hmm. Um, this is often an indicator that Magento might be a better fit. Yeah, so many platforms do have B2C capabilities, um, but Magento definitely allows extensive customization when it comes to, to the B2B process. Um, most of the time, the B2B experience that businesses have, especially if they're very established in the B2B realm, they need a very um, specialized and B2B checkout process or B2B sales process that differs substantially from your typical B2C. And what Magento does is allows you to really customize that entire process from uh, product listings all the way through to checkout and, and order completion. One of the other things that Magento does really well is allow you to have different pricing structures or different um, different discount structures for different customer groups. And, and that also comes into very much play. If you're going to be driving your B2B and B2C sales out of the same storefront, you definitely need the capability to handle different pricing structures. Mm-hmm. That makes sense. Yeah. I mean, I know that other platforms that we work with have made big strides w- with regards to, you know, a business that has both B2B and B2C needs, but it still just seems like what you can do with Magento um, can really be tailored around your unique business needs. Whereas with other platforms, you have to kind of tailor your business needs around the platform to make it work for you. Yeah, and that's really one of the, the key aspects with Magento is that you can really tailor your your e-commerce platform around your business needs as opposed mm-hmm. to having to, to adjust. And this that that point really comes to the forefront when it comes to B2B sales in that so for example, if you just need a line sheet and check out for for your B2B sales, then some of the other platforms can be can be perfect. Um, but if you want a more rich experience or more customized um, experience on the B2B sales side, um, that's where you can really build that into Magento. Awesome. So circling back to what we alluded to earlier, um, let's talk about hosting and um, you know where that's that becomes a drawback versus where it becomes a benefit. 
Yeah, so one of the key things with Magento is it is an open source platform. And what that means is that you have complete access to the code. Um, you can see everything that goes on. You can modify anything in any way that you need to. You can audit the code and make sure that all of the, all of any unique privacy or security controls that you have, that your organization may have are in place. Um, and, you know, we see this often come into play when it comes to government, uh, government related businesses or businesses that do need to interact with the government. They need to have that complete control over the over the platform and, and the source code, um, as opposed to, you know, being kind of at the liberty of, of, of a hosting platform. With Magento, you do have the ability to completely host it yourself. So any privacy or security controls that you do need to have, um, you can put in place yourself. Mm-hmm. As opposed to say being um, at the liberty of a, of a contract with another um, organization. Mm-hmm. This has never happened with any of the platforms that we work with, but I also see the case where um, on a hosted solution, like you literally don't own the files, right? Mm-hmm. And if we're talking about a major investment, like a, a multi million dollar website build right? Mm-hmm. Um, there's a lot of risk involved in that. You know, fortunately, the platforms that we've aligned with are very stable and hold a lot of market share. But, um, you know, it, it can cause some real agita to know that you're making this massive investment in something that ultimately you don't own. Yep. Yeah. And, and it, well, as you mentioned, it hasn't happened. Um, you are kind of at the liberty of, of those other organizations. If, if say, down the road, they decide that they need to make a change to the right. platform and that impacts uh, the way that you've built your store, you're then, you know, having to adapt at that point to those changes as opposed to being in control of what changes are being made. Right. And we see that impact escalate with the more customization that's been done to the yep. store. Yep. The more customization, the more complexity that's built into the store, um, the more reliance on third-party applications. Yep. One final point that I want to make about this, is kind of leading into what we were talking about, about platforms, is the extent to which you can actually customize Magento. Um, so, for example, if an organization has very um, ha- wants to customize the checkout process, that's very difficult to do in most of the hosted platforms. Um, and that, not to say that they haven't optimized their checkout process, but some organizations do need a unique uh, checkout flow. And Magento really allows you to extensively modify that checkout process. So when it comes to the checkout process or custom, any customization across the rest of the store, you can really take a holistic approach to customization and kind of from the ground up with Magento as opposed to relying on a lot of third-party apps and, and meshing those apps together. All right. Well, that's a, that's a great place to take a quick pause and we'll be right back. <laughs> You're listening to ReCommerce, a podcast for e-commerce wearable brands navigating technical complexity and change. Brought to you by Command-C, a development team that saves e-commerce retailers from outdated tech and ineffective operations, with a strong focus on Magento and Shopify+. Plus. You can learn more about how we help at commandc.com. All right. So circling back here in segment one, we talked about some of these key indicators that we look for when 
we're having initial discussions um, with uh, a business that needs to select a new e-commerce platform. Those key indicators being like these kind of concrete business requirements that really tip us off that Magento might be the best fit. And in this segment, we want to talk about some more nuanced features that in and of themselves might not qualify Magento to be the best path forward. But as the needs kind of start to pile up on one another, so like, you know, when one or two or three of these features or functionalities are needed by a business, then the scale sort of tips in Magento's favor. So, one of the things that comes up a lot is discussion around variants. Yep. So when it comes to to having variants on your products, um, if the, if you have a very large number of variants, you often run into some platform limitations with those, and you may have to look at doing handling the variants through all other methods, such as using product options. And the way that Magento handles this really lends itself to extensive customization and it, very large numbers of different types of products, different attributes on products, and um, making it easy to manage and, and manipulate those options. Magento allows you to have numerous different uh, classes of products with different options set for each. One of the other things that we occasionally run into is a fulfillment partner may need a very specific way of handling those those variants or specifications of, of the products for fulfillment. And, you know, when that comes down to it has to be a specific SKU versus having a line item option on the product, um, you might run into some challenges with the the fulfillment partners. And Magento really allows you to optimize the way that that information is sent along to the to the partners. Got it. What about merchants who have very large catalogs or who, who need to make frequent catalog updates? I know I've seen hosting reliability with hosted platforms get so much better over the years. You know, where does Magento really have the leg up with regards to this kind of thing? Yeah. So Magento has a lot of, of features around, you know, catalog imports and catalog management. And so if you do have a very, very large product catalog, it you can import the products very easily. And that's not to say you can't do that in other platforms. Um, but in addition to the large catalogs, if you're updating the items frequently, um, or if there's you know a very large number of attributes on the products that that periodically change, um, it's very easy to update and manage those in a fairly streamlined way. Mm-hmm. So there are also some very good uh, pl- um, product information management tools out there that integrate with with lots of platforms, and you know so those work very well with with platforms. But Magento has a lot of those features just built in um, to make it easier to manage. Um, but they all, it all can also manage frequent imports from from those product information tools. And what about multi language functionality? Again, like I've seen other platforms really make strides in this department. Is, are, are they up to par with Magento or is Magento still kind of leading leading the field here? So as we talked about earlier with the, the multiple stores and views within in Magento, um, Magento really shines when it comes to multilingual because with other platforms, you're usually translating different strings and different attributes um, individually. But with Magento, you can have a completely different store view that shows the products and, and content pages in built specifically in a, the, a unique language. And that really, you know, with Magento handling it in that way, it really makes it much easier to manage a multilingual store. Mm-hmm. 
The final area where we really see Magento as a as a key player is when it comes to omni-channel needs. And in that Magento has a lot of, of features built in to allow stores to manage their uh, multi-channel experience, um, whether that be via different inventory levels for different channels, um, different products uh, sets for each different channel, um, just overall management of the different channels and fulfillment. Um, it just feels like Magento was built with omni-channel needs in mind and feels like uh with other platforms, it's either an afterthought or not quite as robust of a, of a solution. That makes a lot of sense. And I think that that, in a way, kind of ties together this idea that there there are a couple different um, scenarios, right? Like, there's a scenario where there's a very clear, concrete business need that disqualifies the merchant from using another platform. But that scenario is becoming less and less frequent as other platforms grow and evolve and innovate. What we do find ourselves evaluating almost more often than kind of these concrete needs that one platform can serve over another is the holistic solution, right? So like, ultimately, what's going to be the leanest what's going to serve the merchant for the longest amount of time, and what's going to generate the most return on investment, which means that um, which platform is going to have the lowest development costs, which platform is the client going to be dealing with the fewest headaches. And the more customization that you build into a platform, the more variables you introduce into that platform. It's not just the initial build of the platform that we need to be worried about here. It's also when you're looking at down the road, when you get a lot of different customizations that interplay with each other, the costs of managing and maintaining those different solutions that interchange with each other also um, also multiplies. So you need to take into account not just the initial build, but also the ongoing maintenance cost of all of those customizations. Well, that is a ton of, of helpful information. Um, thank you so much for your time today, Tim. And uh, I look you. forward to doing it again soon. Definitely. Thanks for listening. We hope you join us again for another episode of ReCommerce. commerce